Hi, everyone. Welcome to Please Rewind Plus. If you're new to the show, um, Please Rewind Plus is basically little episodes we share with just the group where I invite someone from the group to come on and talk about uh, a movie-related subject. Could be anything. Um, this is separate, of course, from the flagship show with Jeremy and I um, uh, host together, uh, which you can find every two weeks and on Spotify and Apple. But for uh, the purposes of this show, yeah, this is just some fun little episodes we can throw in between um, about, well, basically anything I can think of. Um, I have to thank uh, Jeremy again publicly. He saved me today. Uh, I uh, I was supposed to record with somebody else that fell through and he came in last minute. Jeremy, welcome to Please Rewind Plus. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve, for finally inviting me <laughs> to the real show. Yes, no, uh, not not the real show. No, no, I, show. You know what? I, I want to let you know I have my Coke Zero in my hand, I've ready to my, go. I've got my Dr. Pep, Dr. Pepper Zero. So there you go. So all is well, and I am super stoked to talk about the most important history year in cinematic history 1986 that is no hyperbole steve and we are going to provide the evidence to support that thesis in the essay that we are about to present freestyle um, yes so y'all right as, now. so jeremy let it slip this Sorry, uh, this topic this episode is going to be about the year in film 1986 um i'm going to be doing a lot of these year in films um, there's a lot of great years for a lot of different reasons but um the reason why we're starting with 1986 is because it's come up a lot so far in the uh early machinations of our show here it's with come up reason. with uh a few of the more than a few of the films we've already had discussed on the flagship uh, podcast uh, have been from 1986 so you know i you can only get hit over the head so many times before you realize you know hey shit 1986 let's take a look so yeah for the purposes of today's show we'll be looking at the year in film 1986 um First, I just want to say, uh, this time last week, I was in Kelowna, and um, well, that, really? yeah, well, those four days Are there were fires there. Uh, yeah, so Kelowna's in really bad shape right now. Um, the four days I was there was clear skies and beautiful. It's hard to imagine seeing it on the news now, but uh, I'm not a thoughts and prayers person. I think that's fucking stupid. Um, but uh, I do have friends there, and uh, I stayed at a friend's house while I was there, and they are in the evacuation zone. So I'm worried about them. I'm worried about everybody. Um, my friends out there are very privileged and lucky enough. They have somewhere to go and can afford to go somewhere else. A lot of people cannot. So um, for those folks that have had to stay behind in their houses, I know it looks shitty and selfish, but sometimes people just can't. They don't have the means to do it. Um, and anyone who's sitting back from a different province or country and is saying, why don't they just move? Well, you can fuck off. I hate yeah, when people off. say that. Seriously, I hate when off. people say that. Yeah. About you hear it all the time, especially about states stuff. Uh, I fucking hate it. Uh, anyway, yeah. so um, if you can, uh, Maui's got its own issues. We'll let that country worry about itself right now. So um, if you do, uh, if you're out west, maybe you can help out with relocation. Or of course, there's plenty of places online where you can donate uh, a couple of bucks, whatever you've got. That's uh, I know it's not. Exactly what they need, but money is a good way of fixing people's problems. So hopefully uh, the fires look like they've sort of cooled a little bit. So we'll see what's happening. But yeah, it's pretty bad out there right now. It's just hard to believe a week ago I was there and it was totally fine. You know, prayers for Kelowna. You know, you know, my 
you know, I visited there once. Um, yep. and, yes. and, and you know, the, you know, the terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible personal story involved with that, with that visit. Yeah. But still, um, regardless of the personal story that happened there, that is my most favorite place I've ever visited on earth. It is, it's it, like, yeah. it is, it is like, uh, like it'll make you believe in God, just like drive around for a few hours and you will, you, you like the beauty of the place will overload your senses. Um, and the people who live there are so lucky. Uh, and, uh, but also right now, so very, 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 very unlucky. And, uh, and it's scary what's going on, um, you know, not just in Kelowna, but, you know, all across our country and all around the world right now. And, uh, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, thoughts and prayers and, and help if you can um for it's, sure yeah it's tough and of course just you know uh, we don't want to turn this into a big thing but avoid avoid all the online stuff on when it comes to issues like this because there's so much misinformation out there it's it's it gets amplified during catastrophes and people who are already on certain sides of their of the argument or are, are even get even more worked up about these things so just don't worry about all that shit um worry about the folks that are there and need help and then uh yeah. you know show a little empathy yeah but that's uh, 2023 business, Jared. We're going back in time. 1986. Wait a I... minute. Rewind sound effect. Oh, no, I'm not editing. This. Sorry, sorry, Ron. You're sorry, not. There won't sorry. be any sound effects. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, or no, what's the, the Wayne, Wayne, the Wayne's World? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 1986. I was, um, I was 10 years old. I was 13, Steve. Yeah. And yeah. if may I go on a little tirade? Um. Yes, but don't okay. mention any notable events. I won't. Okay. What? What, what does that mean? <laughs> because I'm going to list the notable events. Okay, I won't. Okay. Um. Look, no. Um. You and me were movie nerds, right? And yep. I remember the the day that I realized that I was a movie nerd, like the, the, the like like not just oh I I like movies, but that it was like my DNA that I was like like I didn't choose it, it it chose me, and that's just what I am. And it was like after you and I saw Terminator Salvation, and we were, we spent like forty five minutes in the, in the parking lot talking about it. Um, but I think you know what after th- after contemplating nineteen eighty six and especially reviewing like the top fifty movies of that year, and that you can go that deep in the list and still find like amazing fucking movies. Um, I feel like the reason for all of that is. Very much because, you know, there are there are big reasons because my dad took me to see Star Wars in the theater when I was five years old, right? When in its original release. And, you know, it was largely because of me and my dad and a lot of movies we went to see when I was very young. But a huge part of this is because I was 13 years old in 1986. And this year, more than any other year you can look at, I swear, like just do a quick Google search, anybody of, of top 50 of any year. And 1986 is unbelievable. It's like a year of creativity and like infinite possibility in in film. And it's a year that everybody just wanted to see everything and uh, just some crazy shit <laughs> uh, made a lot of money. And um, uh, I feel like uh like it set my imagination on fire at a like a completely important formative time of my life right um age 13 1986 uh 
hugely important, I think, in my in my development. And I think you probably feel something similar. Even though you were 10 years old, you're 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 probably a more mature person than me and and we're probably in the same place by age 10 that I was at age 13. Um well I don't know about that, but um yeah, no, like this is this we're start with this, you know, 86 is starting to get into the years, you know, plus or minus a year or maybe two, I'll say at the most, where I'm really starting to remember going to the movies. Right. Right. Like, uh, I don't, it's not flashes. Like we'll, we'll talk about some of these movies, but I've like, like very, very clear, uh, lucid, you know, memories of, of, uh, seeing these films in the theater. Right. So a lot yeah. of these films. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So this is where we're getting, we're hitting that age now. So, uh, we'll get to it in a second too, but I like what you said about, um, and I think this is like, this is almost, this is almost kind of the eighties in a nutshell for, for almost all artistic endeavors, but we'll talk about the top 10 box office for that year. And it's a, it, the variety of films, like to your point that people are going to see is insane. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second, but, um, and getting greenlit in, in boardrooms, right? Like, oh yeah, for the sure. Studios yeah. were making everything. Well, because everything was making money. Yeah. Yes, which we'll yes. see. But, um, I want to do a little thing here where I want to start off with our year in films by, I stole this from somebody and I can't remember what it was from, but basically they, when they, when they, Oh, this was from uh what's her name? Amy Nicholson's podcast, but it was slightly different. But anyways, um, notable events from 90. So what was happening in 1986 right. besides film, right? Good point. So, um, so f- like I hadn't really thought about, I don't think about years and necessarily in terms of this way, unless I've looked up something for a specific reason, but 1986, Holy fuck. Uh, challenger disaster. Yeah. Chern- Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, Iran Contra affair. Yes. Hands across America. Yeah. So that's like just like the crazy political world. Sh- I mean, just those first two, right? <laughs> like yeah. Challenger disaster and Chernobyl. Like, my God. Yeah. Um, now, sort of more related to the industry, uh, Pixar opened up. Um, huge, huge. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda released, right? Huge. Arguably one of the biggest games of all time. Huge. The national debut of Oprah Winfrey was in September of wow. that year. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber's The Phantom of the Opera premiered in October in London. Wow. Yeah. That, that's like the only musical that I've seen three times because they were all class trips. It's, I think it still holds the record, doesn't it? I think it's whatever. Yeah. It's still yeah, like yeah, the yeah. giganticest thing ever. Yeah. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger marries Maria Shriver. Wow. And um, Timothy Dalton has announced the fourth James Bond that year. So if you want to sort of date yourself by those events, there you go. And, and, and again, this is all talk about remembering the movies we were seeing. Uh, yeah, I like, I know you, I know same for you. Like you remember watching the challenger disaster and, uh, on TV live. Yes. And, um, and then hearing about, and then the Schwarzenegger wedding was a big deal, obviously, because you know, she's a Kennedy. Um, I remember the, I understand that, but, but I got it. I I saw it. I remember you knew that it was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember Timothy Dalton, they're them announcing him as James Bond because definitely. in my house, we were, we were a James Bond house. So I, we, I definitely I remember too. that, um, it's a subject for another day, but Dalton is, eh, he might be my third favorite bond. I think he was ahead of his time. He's um, top, he's high, he's high for me too. Like, he, like he's I Daniel Craig. If you look at the Timothy oh, Dalton yeah. films, he's those are Daniel Tim- Craig, yeah. James, he, but Daniel he was, Craig owes yeah. his run to Dalton. I, yeah. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Same, same idea. Just yeah. too early. We're, we weren't yeah. ready for that type of James Bond yet. But yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, pretty insane year. I mean, like I said, just those first two was pretty incredible. Uh, but um, yeah, but we're going to stick to film here. And, and so anyways, we're starting with 1986 only because we've done a few films. We, we've reviewed a few, sorry, that they're all in 1986. So that's why I thought, you know what, let's start with 86. But 
I mean, there's some other years we're going to get to, like 59, 67. I want to do a show. It's going to be a little longer, but I want to do 74 to 78 okay. in, one, in one show. I'm in. It's insane. Um, 82, 85, um, 94, uh, the, uh, 1999. Is, like, there's yeah. a lot of good years. I'm, I want to get yep. to them all, and we will. But for today, 1986. So we're picking, I think, the nexus like 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 god if there's a if there's a if there's a it, moment when all the elements of the universe come into alignment it's 1986 i swear, to, I swear it's to. tough there's some big years man 82 uh, i don't know we'll talk we'll we'll get okay. into that we'll get okay. into that some other time but um if you can convince me yeah i, I will be impressed and we I won't do it on this show but we'll, we'll we'll maybe talk about it some other time but um one of the things i did want to do quickly here is because um, I like people are say what makes a year great, right? It, it's not box office. It, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things, okay? But and it's not box. It's not. It's not even really box office, and it's not Academy Award winners. It's because that year has, you know, a handful of movies. You know, r- ranging from a handful of a handful to a lot, right? Whatever whatever scale we're using, um, of films that have stood the test of time for different reasons right that are important to cinema and to history and to life for different reasons and when i and of course we all live our own subject subjective truth so a lot of this is going to be subjective only in the sense that like um it depends where you grew up did you have access to a theater what what landed for you what were you into at the time it's all going to change but i think you know what i've done is i've listed you know 15 notable films from that year and then i've also written down about 40 to 50 other films from that year which i broke down into into categories and genres which i can pull from if we need to but right um we'll stick to the sort of notable ones and i think that will help explain why these years are uh uh, notable sure and a lot of it is i think because they have all the years we're going to get to even down the road what's common i think is they're loaded with genre films so this year 1986 like the award winnings, like Platoon, Color of Money, Children of a Lesser God, Hannah and Her Sisters sort of cleaned up as far as critical stuff goes, right? Like awards, right. Academy Awards and stuff like that. Drama. Dramas, right? Dramas don't really inspire a generation of filmmakers. Rarely. There's not a lot of filmmakers, there's not a lot of filmmakers who said, I'm making movies today because of because I saw Platoon. Right. Right. I've never heard anyone say the reason I'm a director is because of uh, uh, Rhonda Rhonda Haynes work in Children of a Lesser God. Right. Like there's just you don't hear that. But you do you do hear a lot of I'm a fucking move. I'm in movies because of Back to the Future. I'm in movies because of Star Wars. I'm in movies because of Aliens and and go down the list. Yeah. Right. You do hear that. Now, the Maverick generation of directors, the 70s guys, which we'll get into at some point. You know the Spielberg, Scorsese's, uh, 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 Lucas, I guess, uh, uh, Coppola, all these guys. You know, most of them, they all kind of a lot of them say um, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, or there is the reason. No, that's a big one for Spielberg. So, but it's the reason these the reason we're talking about this year. It's because of genre movies mainly. So that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I have them in alphabetical, the notable ones. So we'll just go down the list here. But, and again, I'll be pulling a bunch from a, like a list of like 40 other films I wrote down. But um, actually, let's do the box office. So the box office for 1986, the top 10. Now this is money. 
This is according to the money they made in that calendar year. Okay. Because so if a movie was right. released, it's like uh, Golden Child was re- was released in December. Right. So for the three weeks it was out in 1986, it made $43 million. That puts it out of the top 10. But, you know, if you were to pull the top 10 films released in 1986, it ends up in the top 10 because it ended up going on to make more money the following year. Um, interesting thing about 86, uh, one of the top earners for 1986 was Back to the Future, which was released the year before <laughs> because it was still right. it's, in, in the following year, Back to the Future. So the year... Second year of its release, it made twenty million dollars in 1986. Right, the second year of its release. Anyways, so that's why 1985 is a good year. Spoiler alert. Um, 1986 top ten again. This is just calendar grosses. Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, Karate Kid Part Two, Back to School, Aliens, Color Purple, Star Trek Four, The Voyage Home, Ruthless People, Out of Africa, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So, yeah. So that gives you night. So there you go. Exactly what you said earlier. The variety of films people are going to see. So action, comedy, drama, comedy, sci-fi, drama, sci-fi, comedy, drama, whatever the fuck Ferris Bueller's Day Off is. (laughs) Like, right? Comedy, I guess. So there you go. Like, there's all that hits every genre. The top 10 is full of every every genre. Whereas if you pull a top 10. Karate Kid 2 is in this list. Imagine that. Like pull a list from like the last few years, it's gonna be all animated and uh superhero related stuff. Yeah, the top ten, the entire top ten. So this okay. is ins- this is insane. Not well, not this year. This year's gonna be bananas. That would be James Cameron. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. So yeah, so talk about there's your variety. I mean, look at that. That's incredible to me. Um, so notables from 1986, aliens. Fuck. I, I feel like we could uh, we could talk about notables we a whole show for, on the aliens for two episodes yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's at least 12 there's at least 15 uh like i think well i personally again this is a, this is where we get into subjective truths i think there's like we'll get deep into the list here i'm like to me there's like 30 i think like but okay, that's there's 30 now again ones, that's that's but in, there's like yeah that's in my world must. no no here's the, well, let's, do the, let's do the notables i wrote them down okay. i wrote down 15 so, notables okay. 14 sorry Aliens, okay. I, I mean, I don't know what I need to say about that, but like, I know, like, I know. There's so many of these on the list that I don't want to oversell it because I'm going to do this like 12 no, times. I know. It's like, but, but just, but just this is alien. I want to really emphasize like the second one. This why we're one. talking about in 1986? Like, why? Why we're going so far back? Why that year in film was aliens right there we still talk about aliens all the fucking time it comes up all the time in conversation i would watch that movie right fucking yes. now if it was on it just came up the other stoked. day i was i was talking i talk about it all the fucking time because like the hottest cosplayer i've ever seen in my life was this mom who was dressed as ripley at a fucking <laughs> yeah. country was um, i there with you i, I think, think so I yeah that. okay yeah okay um uh number two big trouble little china we talked about this on the show already and again <laughs> right like... i know right i know <laughs> Um, we we already talked about it, so let's just move on from that yeah, one. Sure. But, uh, um, Crocodile Dundee. Now, if you weren't around for Crocodile Dundee, no, I know. That? Now, if you weren't around for that, then you you're gonna be like, what the fuck? But we remember well, Outback Jack stores or whatever they were called at the Oshawa Center. We the remember Aussie the Aussie the Aussie craze was real. It was fucking crazy, and it spawned what three more films? There's four still more a films? Re- that restaurant chain is still out there. Outback, yeah. whatever. Everybody was wearing fucking <laughs> like cargo shit. Those stupid hats with the claws in them. 
Going um, to the shrimp on the Barbie, hey! <laughs> it made it into the Simpsons, right? Like, it's part of the lexicon. It was gigantic. Uh, Australia is Americana somehow yeah, because like, of this era. Paul Hogan was a, like, for the year or two, I mean, just gigantic. Sex um, symbol. Ferris Bueller's Day. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, they made like they just they made a documentary about this movie about people recreating this room and like this like Ferris Bueller's Day Off is. I mean, it's uh, almost a Back to the yeah. Future to me. It's almost a perfect fucking movie. Like it's not, it's not about anything real. Like I, like there's no there's no characters in it where you're like yeah that's me or that's a real person that I get. But I to me like as a as a movie, it's a fucking it's beautiful. It's like it's it's. I don't know if there's many flaws in it besides like the flaws of the people portrayed in it. You know what I mean? Well, that's a, like, that's yeah. Like what would you change? Right. There's nothing right. you would change about it. There's not a person. There's not a, a there's not a character you would, you know, change out. I mean, I do get a little distracted by Charlie Sheen at the end, but um, <laughs> just cause he's was so Charlie Sheen at that point. Yeah. And of course the same year as, as platoon, but, um, but other than that, yeah, no, it, it, there's there's not much you're gonna change about that. So I mean, Ferris Bueller is again part of the, the the the. There's so many people quote this movie so much, and there's it's just an insane thing. Um, Karate Kid Part Two now uh, made a lot of money that year. Third third girl, highest grossing that year. It's a fascinating movie. Um, I, could, I could talk for hours about that. Movie. Now the thing about Karate Kid Part Two is, uh, like it's not it's not very good, but. No. But the reason why it made so much money is because the first one, we forget how fucking gigantic it was. And the thing that I loved about the Karate Kid was that everyone who made it took it very seriously. And you have to for those movies to succeed because on paper and even just the name is stupid, right? The Karate Kid. Like it, right. it's it's right. Um, but but like, as an aside, this is why the Netflix show and, and everything that that's happening right now, it like in like in nostalgia for it. It works because they they're doing that same thing. They're, they're treating doing the same it. thing. They're, they're treating, treating it, it. Yeah, yeah. With with reverence, with yeah. like this. This is like like we love this. Like this is not goofy at all. People this don't still thing. talk about it because it's a small thing. Like it's a big thing. So yeah. while like while Karate Kid Part Two obviously you know didn't match the heights of the first one, it still made a lot of money. But I think just as as a part of a series, it's just so important to you know film and just pop culture in the last little while. Yep. Um, King Kong lives. So what's interesting about this movie is like, I think it's got, I think it has zero on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like it's, it's like, yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's, it's objectively, subjectively a, a shit film. Yes. Um, it's terrible. Yes. And what's it interesting. a lot of money. It, no, it didn't really make a lot of no. money. What's in, what's it's, it's almost famous for being so bad because then they wouldn't make another King Kong film until peter jackson's 2005 oh that's i remember that yeah yeah 20 years right it was like a big build-up like this is going to be a franchise and then, they were supposed to make oh, they were nothing. supposed to make sequel they were supposed to make yeah. more yeah and they and it was so bad they did i remember so, especially billy gregory was disappointed about that because he was a, he, he was he was hugely oh, right on. to this film and then yeah. he was like where's the sequels for like a decade yeah yeah so it killed the french it killed uh, a historically Hollywood cinematic, hugely important franchise. Yeah. Like killed it for 20 years until Peter Jackson somehow convinced the studio. Well, he paid for it, I guess, probably at that point. And plus he'd built up so much goodwill. He could have made anything, I guess. But, um, yeah. but yeah. So anyways, that's, it's on I this. I would modify it's, that. Like, did he kill it or like, like 
he killed the attempt to resurrect it because he was no, dead no, no, no. That. Peter Jackson didn't kill it. I'm saying the eighty six, the eighty six film. I, I mean, it. I mean the eighty six film. Like, oh. wasn't it wasn't it dead before that? Like, kind of like since like it, it, the 79. last the last one was seventy was the Jeff Bridges one, the seventy six. 76 yeah, yeah. So, so there was so there's about 10 years bef- in between that the one attempt to resurrect it <laughs> i would put that asterisk next to it it killed it but it killed it attempt sure. to resurrect it yeah it's yeah. Already dead. yeah yeah and then but yeah <laughs> it, t- it took you know the mr jackson and wingnut to bring it back but um and we can argue just, if that w- if what that, was that any good or just, no i would not remember jack black remember it. jack black was awful and yeah. and then they were really they were really making use of the technology at the time so i mean it was cool yeah. to see a kong like that it we'd was never a crazy see, we'd never seen a kong like that before like yeah. since since technology had come to pass right so it was it was fun and now the kong moves i don't even i hate all the new kong films but anyways um labyrinth we just talked about it you know obviously important huge cult film um but put that in the holy fuck variety category of 1986 right like oh no you go from like fuck is labyrinth oh yeah there's some other there's there's actually even crazier shit but yeah we we talked about this film already on the show so i don't want to talk about some more but but yeah like i mean the 80s jim henson i mean you can't separate the two yeah um Pretty in Pink. I mean, Fuck, like pink. we talked about this on the other Plus show. I mean, Christy, the soundtrack is obviously gigantically famous. Uh, John Hughes only eighties, obviously, as far as teen drama went. Mm-hmm. Um, people still talk about this fucking movie. Like, uh, I, I still feel like this movie like is important to me on on some like emotional developmental level. I think Pretty in Pink is an important movie from our era. Um, yeah, gener- speak, well, because he he just got. I mean, listen. It's these these movies are you know considered um, all timers for a reason, but right? They're, maybe this is the special, especially out of his collection. Maybe is that, is that is your is that your favorite John Hughes song? I think it's the masterpiece. Yeah, mm. I do. Anyway. Um, McCarthy kills it for me. I fucking can't stand him. I I'm I'm I, I'm that's, at, the, I, that, that's the brilliance yeah. of him in this. I hate Andrew, Andrew McCarthy. He's supposed to be the hero, though, and he's the worst. Or is uh, Ducky the hero? I don't know. All I know is that James Bader's like hero, James yeah. Bader's the greatest the teen villain of all time. James Bader's fucking fantastic and pretty in pink. You're right. And the soundtrack is amazing. Ultimately, I think I'm a some kind of wonderful guy, but the villain in that one sucks. Um, kind of wonderful, I love too. You're right. Yeah, but some the kind of villain wonderful is, feels like a, like a totally different genre almost. Though. It's it's raw, right? It doesn't. It feels more real. Like yeah. even like Spader's great in it, but that kid doesn't exist. Where he just walks the hall smoking and never going to class and like wearing a suit and telling right. the teacher. Wait a minute, who directed Absolute Zero? Was that, uh, that, that wasn't John Hughes? I don't know. We'll look. We'll Even look though it was we'll a lot of the up. cast, it was a lot of his cast. Yeah. So I feel like it, it's in his. But he if might that have, was in, it seems a little too dark for really John, dark. John yeah, Hughes. too dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Um. So Stand by Me again, another one we talked about already. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, hugely just part of the lex like it's just part of the lexicon i mean it's in the national register in the national registry people still talk about it um you know you just not only because of the young actors that were involved but because it was just it's just considered such a great film um but again we already talked about it um star trek four the voyage home which landed in the top 10 um for box office that year yeah um it's kind of my favorite Star Trek movie. <laughs> like, I, I got, Steve, it like, is my favorite. Star is Trek it movie. okay? Yes. Yeah. When, when we when I was looking over this list, I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Like, yeah. how many? Star I know Trek we're supposed to say Rathacon, right? But I mean, no, Rathacon is number two for me, mm. and and it always has been. Yeah. Uh, no, hold on. Yes, Rathacon is two. Search for Spock is three. And I don't really like any of the other ones. 
So, well, the original the one, one, I know one, yeah. we're supposed to pretend like we like the first one, but it's awful. I, I like it. The no, motion picture? Like no, I didn't like it. Um, I would watch it again, but I maybe it's not good. You're right. Okay. The Voyage Home, seeing these guys in, in modern day San Francisco is great. The whales, obviously, cool. Sure, we want to save the whales. That's fun. Um, it's still funny. It's really funny, eh? Yeah, yeah. like, especially, I love the, I never got tired of the, is it Chekhov who falls and he goes to the hospital and Bone gets there in time and they're like, you know, he's going to cut them. They're like going to cut him open and do all yeah, these like medieval like, surgical things. Like, and Bones yeah. is great in that scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. The end is great. Yeah. No, it's, I, I really like that movie. But anyway, so like it's, 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 uh, I mean, every Star Trek release is always a reason to celebrate. And Star Trek, like, like it, kept going like it it like right yeah. star wars stopped and star trek was the, was the thing unbelievably so yes yeah so like yes. if you you know like that's that's why the trekkies i mean i bet a lot of trekkies were former star wars people who just ran out of shit to watch for sure <laughs> right for sure. so yeah massive um the fly i, I can see george lucas oh. sitting home going yeah Good job. You only got to put two spaceships on the screen at one time. I got to put 800. Fuck off. <laughs> right. At, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, for sure. It's yeah, Star yeah. Trek has it way easier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Fly. The remake of The Fly, I guess I should say. I, the, another, like, not like maybe the most biggest movie of all time, but culturally, like, really important. That culturally movie. very important. It yeah. gets like there's ton. There's always fly jokes. You see memes, especially because of uh, um. The star, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the gold. Uh, uh, he did it to me now. I know. Um, uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Thank you. Fuck. Um, like, just he's become such a like funny, memeable, important person. So and still you know, great to this and day. The fly is great. You see, you see, you see, fly memes all the time. Like, it's yeah. a very it, like it's it's dug in deep. People know this film. I would and love watch it. a fly too. Like, I I would not watch another Indiana Jones movie, but a fl the fly too. I would be in line first opening night. There we go. Um, this one's a little more niche, but I think you know for the sake of our crowd and stuff like that, you got to mention the Highlander. Um, I think that's huge, dude. I don't think that's as niche as you think. I think a lot of people love that movie, and it's a genre that died with that movie. I think. I know people who saw Talladega Nights and then didn't know what he meant when he said the Highlander, greatest movie of all time, okay. right? Like, okay. uh, yeah. So I don't know if it touched the mass audience like like we feel like it did, or like it, we feel like it should have. It but did with us. It did with that. us. So <laughs> that one's I'm gonna like be very subjective. That one is for us. That's like I know in our crowd, in our circles, everyone you're not going to find a person who hasn't seen the Highlander. Yeah. So these last two, so Top Gun and Transformers. Uh the movie. Come on. Yeah. How how could we like how could we shortlist either of those films? So I mean, I saw both in the theater. I know you did. A lot of people did yeah. obviously because it, especially Top Gun cuz it made so much money. And then like for people our age I like I remember like I'm just kidding. Both, sitting in the, sitting in the theater for Transformers Hearing Spike say shit, yep, and watching all those Transformers die, the Autobots die in the first yep. five minutes. Yep. I remember being in a theater and looking around and being like, "What the fuck?" Like, right? Like mind, like absolutely blown mind, mind blown. Yep, unbelievable. Yep. And well, I'll mention it here in a second, but like that year was a was the year when a lot of toys released their first film, and I'll talk about it in a second. But so, uh, so it was a crowded thing already but i mean i don't know what to tell you if you if somebody 
doesn't understand or appreciate like transformers on you know like it's everywhere and the 1986 it, mains, it's film. mainstream right back back then yeah like it was just i think we, we love we, it we loved it oh we it was everything we right? love it yes and i mean i don't know if i can remember a movie I, i'm sure there's some and i'll i can go through the years but top gun was was ev- was everywhere god damn it oh my god right like I, it was like i'm like, not a i'm not a top gun guy but i'm and they sure say, i saw that in a theater three times and it recruit like recruitment went up they say with the naval stuff yep, in the states yep, yep the song won won an academy award the take my breath away so, like you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song. of Did danger you? zone yeah yeah the music was everywhere tom top or tom cruise was like god cometh right like remember that was it ubiquitous he was just movie he was the movie star he's like like leo when you know like titan like he 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 was just the beatles right of movies you're right yeah like so accurate yes yeah it was he was like it was just you know the perfect time for that movie and they killed some russians in it so we're all happy um and like Val and the the fucking shirtless volleyballs, like it's just it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous yep. film, but like it's so just dripping with all the stuff that y- you know, like you y- you can imagine. And like it's funny because it made so much money back then, and only like fifteen hundred theaters. Like Maverick made one point five, almost made one point five billion dollars. Yeah. The newest one. But it played in almost five thousand theaters. Is so it like, the ultimate American propaganda war film? It's got to be like the ultimate. It's got to be. I, it's got to be because it's like on the level of like an Avatar movie, almost right. Like, yeah, it, you're right. It's got to be <laughs> the ultimate. Um, it's so the those... Ameri- it's the American psyche on screen, right? <laughs> Especially then, right? Because killing yeah. Russians was was the thing to do, right? Because yeah. it was the Cold War and yada yada. So I mean, if you look at other films that year too, but it's like it was uh, like I mean, it's 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 huge for a reason, and it's one of those things that like found its way into everything. It's sort of like Batman in '89, right? Because remember, like it, it would be it would be on cups and glasses and shirts, and everyone everyone wore fucking the 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 gla- aviator or the aviators, the Ray Bans, and like the hair, right? Like the different. Yep. It, it it was everywhere. It was absolutely everywhere, and you couldn't get away from it. So I mean, it, it's it's just it's number one at the box office for a reason. It, Maverick made one point five billion dollars. However, hundred years later, for a reason, like it's it's and it's, it seems to yeah. it seems to have been the movie that killed the nostalgia movement for all time. <laughs> kind right? of, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, the box office has been down, downhill since. Yeah, it definitely worked, but nothing since. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the notables. Um, like I, I think they kind of speak for themselves, and like the ones, like I said, like King Kong lives. I think it's no, they're notable maybe for the wrong reasons, but um, yeah. you know, you look at that and you're like, my god, a King Kong movie, and you're like, oh, well, yeah, whoa, twenty years took to make another one. Like that's pretty insane, right? So looking at so like the rest of the year, I mean, I'm <laughs> looking at these movies and like so many movies we've mentioned yet. No, great. no, there's some I want to. There's some other yeah. ones. Let's uh, let's start I'm with the sort you. of animated sci-fi <laughs> fantasy realm. So uh, this was the very first Studio Ghibli film, uh, Laputa Castle in the Sky, 1986, yep. very first Ghibli film. Um, so t- remember when I mentioned like this was the year toys make got into the movie business. My Little Pony, the movie, Robotech, the movie, Heathcliff, the movie. Um, there was another one. I don't think I remember where I saw that one. Um, 
GoBots, Battle of the Rock Lords, um, like all these toy companies entered the movie market this year all right. at the same time. And so talk about, like you said, like, we're you know, for a kid, <laughs> like right. going right, going from your bedroom floor to the theater, like just that alone. And then you have, uh, we like, we talked about what was the weird labyrinth. We sort of talked about like the range of things that came out that year. Howard the Duck, 1986 came yes. out. Yes. Flight of the yes. Navigator. Yes. Short Circuit. Short Circuit. Yes. Right. Like that's it's a fucking crazy year. I, that, that, those yeah. are the, the three movies I wanted to mention for just how crazy it was. Crocodile Dundee, Howard yeah. the Duck, Short yeah. Circuit. Those there you are go. The three. I mean, there's yeah. that's a good range, right? Like it's. What do you got to say other than? <laughs> like insane. You look at you know like so I wrote down just some horror thrillers. Uh, Poltergeist two, not that great. Maximum Overdrive, Friday the Thirteenth Part uh, Six, Jason Lives, um, Troll. Um, okay. You know, like. It's that weird, obviously, you know, the hollow, it was, you know, in between horror wasn't great in the eighties, right? This once the slasher stuff kind of went away and yeah. there was just too many Friday the 13th. And I know there was it's a few kind of the saturation yeah, point kind of, that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and dramas like, I mean, crossroads, <laughs> um, which we talked about a little bit. Haven't that's we? right. We? It's, I feel like we did. Or did you and Christy talk about crossroads? I oh, don't man. remember. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I you don't and know. I talked about it off, yeah. off. Off. I don't remember, but we yeah. didn't talk about it. It's an important movie to me. I love that fucking movie. Maybe that maybe not a lot of people like even remember it, but um, that 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 was this year. I can't believe it when I saw that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I mean, Ralph Macho had two movies that year. Yeah. Um, and I was yeah. So I mean, kind of crazy, right? Um, yeah. like, uh. Blue Velvet, Boy Who Could Fly, Sid and Nancy, Hoosiers, um, you know, and again, the, the 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 award winners, right? Color of Money, Platoon, Children of the God, like Boy, yeah, like Manhunter, which went on to inspire the Silence of the There wouldn't be Silence of the Lambs without Manhunter. You're right. Um, Manhunter is great. I think I like it better than Silence of the Lambs. Manhunter's great. Manhattan Project, At Close Range, Sean, you very young Sean Penn. Yes. Filling it with fucking... Um, Oh, my brain today. Uh, uh, I'll remember it later. Um, really great. Really great. Um, FX. Remember fucking FX? Oh, my God. That was <laughs> Brian Dennehy? Yeah. And, uh, and Ryan. I was never getting it, but like, yeah, I remember it was a big deal. Amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Um, Quicksilver, Kevin Bacon. I like that. Um, Delta Force, Cobra. Yeah. Stallone, Cobra, right? Like crazy. Um, I wrote down the Golden Child, so kind of crazy because it did actually did you know did did well you know outside of that year financially. Yeah. Um, but remember Golden Child, we talked about we talked with, with that uh, in Big Trouble. They rushed yeah. Big Trouble to get it out ahead of Golden Child because they knew it was going to do so well, which it was ended, ended up doing well. But you know Eddie Murphy, right in the mid eighties, like this is Eddie Murphy was yes. gigantic, right? That's huge. Yes. Comedies, um, Police Academy three, Back to School, Money Pit. Uh, back pick. to can, can we let's put a, let's start, talk about back to school for a second. Yeah, back to school and uh, Caddyshack happening in the same year. Crazy. Wait a minute, was it the same year? Caddyshack? <sighs> Didn't we just do that? I don't remember. No, Caddyshack was not the same year. Sorry. No. no. Anyway, no, it wasn't the same year. You're right. I feel like Back to School is a sequel to Caddyshack. I feel like it's the same character. That's my point. Oh, for uh, Roddy Dangerfield. Yeah. Yes. Um, like. Uh, Big, big comedy. And like when, you know, when, when people like Ronnie Dangerfield are, are, you know, headlining their own films, Three Amigos, Peggy Sue got married. Unbelievable uh, Three Amigos. Yeah. Unbelievable. Right? Ruthless people. Like, um, 
pretty insane year. Like, like again, when you dig deep down, it's like, God, I've seen all these fucking, I've, well, I've seen every one of these movies and I've seen them all many times. Of Hannah course, and her sisters, some of that could just long. be a lot. Some of that's a, just a longevity award, but like, I mean, I've seen, well, for, for sure. The, I've seen American tale a thousand fucking times. American um, tale. That's a huge yeah. movie. That was uh, Spielberg's first animated film. He produced it. Amblin films produced it. Remember um, Salvador. I yeah. remember that that Oliver, St- Oliver Stone movie, Clan of the Cave Bear, came out that year. Like, there's there's insane. Like, there's all these movies that came out. Iron Eagle, right? Like, it's it's Iron Eagle. <laughs> like, the Top Gun ripoff came the out. The Top Gun ripoff came Bob out the same Gun. year. Well, they didn't rip it off if it came out the same year. They would have. How would they have found out? Ah, it was rip off. Come on, somebody. I love that. That that was just like hip at the time. Like, we need more. We need we need more Air Force movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like pretty, in, and again, that's just like. And then, you know, critically, yeah, I mean, you've got, like I said, Platoon and Color of Money and, you know, so many great things, uh, films that I've seen all these films so many times. Every film I've mentioned, I've seen many, many times. How many times did we rent Blue Velvet on VHS? Seen Blue, I've seen Blue Velvet a lot. Sid and Nancy came out that year. I My my OAC drama final exam was me and Lash Lewskowski acting out three scenes from Sid and Nancy. Like <laughs> it was fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that movie a ton of times. Uh, like all I've all these movies I've mentioned, I've seen I've, I've seen multiple times. Down and out in Beverly Hills, right? Kung Fu the movie. Um, even Wildcats, I've fucking seen a bunch of times. <laughs> like uh, people forget that Robin Williams, Kurt Russell, kind of a funny movie. Um, I mean, Money Pit obviously is huge, but yeah, no, like it's I think. And this is going to come up when we, you know, do future episodes about future years in films. But it's, you know, you think about these movies and and how they, you know, not as much as music, but movies for sure are a time machine, right? I mean, a lot of these movies, like we talked about, we remember seeing, we remember vividly, like reacting to, right. you know, seeing these films. Like I remember, I couldn't wait for Karate Kid Part Two. Yeah, couldn't wait. I loved it at the time. Like I, I did like I it too. Yeah, I did it. like it. I yeah. hate it now, but I did like it at the time. Sure. Yeah. Um, only because like there's just things you maybe are don't notice or willing to forgive, like his Ralph Macho's insanely high waistline, and um, <laughs> like, and he's just he really is the worst. Right? <laughs> like yeah. Danielson is it's really the fucking worst. Yeah. Um, but Crocodile Dundee. I mean, like. Yeah, we, we were into it. We loved it. We thought it was great. Yeah. I re- I remember like it was like when First Blood Part Two came out and everybody had that knife. Everyone had the fucking Dundee knife too. That's like right. everybody, that's people right. were walking around doing those. The that's not a knife line. Like you couldn't yep. get away from this shit. And then obviously, you know, like we talked about Transformers and stuff like this. But like, yeah, Aliens. I mean, I don't know. Like I talk about Aliens all the time. It comes up a lot. I would watch it anytime it comes on. I'll watch any Aliens film. Um, I I just, I'm a fan of the series, but yeah, that one, right? I mean, it just, it, it, the first one is fantastic, obviously. Um, it, it comes up all the time. These are movies that come up in my life anyways, often, whether it's because I'm quoting them or, you know, I'm just sitting around talking about movies or whatever. But uh-huh. um, I think, you know, like I said, we I, I decided to do 86 because we had already talked about it essentially so much on, on the first few shows, right? With um, Labyrinth and Stand By Me yep. and stuff. But you know what? It, 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 you look at the list and you're pretty quickly, you're like, that is, 
I think you said it earlier, like this is, you're, you're looking at, you're not looking at a list of films. You're looking at your childhood. Yeah. Right. And whether it was crazy drama you were too young for or weird Howard the Duck shit, which I still don't really get. Yeah. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors, right? Yep. Um, and then just and then then the then the insane uh adrenaline rush of 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 like and being a shitty young kid and like loving the loving the volleyball scene in Top Gun more than when he's like making making love to a woman, right? You're we're confused, hetero like our sexuality is a little confused because we we really love that volleyball scene, but we kind of get squeamish at the love the romantic parts of that film. Acting out the Highlander sword fight. I mean, it just go, like it just goes on and on and on, doesn't it? Yep, it does. It really does. Yeah. And we didn't even mention something wild. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, was it? Hold on. Jeff Daniels, Melanie Griffith. Sorry, Melanie okay. Griffith. Okay. Um, just like driving in a car and then doing it and then filming it and just both being like young and attractive and in their prime. And just like, you know, a basic like story to like wrap all this up in like, but at 13 years old, like what a compelling movie and uh, a cultural moment. And uh, like, man, just like a side note to this year. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like with the the, year creatively, the deeper you go, the more you're just like, my God, you just like you just keep like you're like, wow, yes, 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 yes. You're like yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's 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 funny. It's it's it, it's a uh, it's an off year. I mean, you look at like uh, Stallone and Schwarzenegger. They did Raw Deal and Cobra, like two sort of you know blips on their thing. But yeah. you know, taking a step back so that you know Tom Cruise would be the action hero or. And it got a little more serious too, right? Like Platoon, and and it got you know things got a little more serious. So I mean, even those two films, Cobra and Raw Deal, were pretty dark. Um, Cobra, oh, especially, sure. is very, very dark. dark. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty pretty crazy. But even again, like Flight of the Navigator, and 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 you know, uh, uh, Robotech, and and all this Short Circuit. Like, yeah, I've just seen again all this. with the rage, Maximum right? Overdrive. Right, you couldn't get away from that fucking movie because the stupid song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, like, yeah. and uh, you know, it just and because that that's what was the thing that was the thing at the time. So yeah, pretty pretty great year overall. Um, you know, I, I I don't. Well, I'm gonna. You know, I don't. One one of these days, we'll do like you know, maybe we'll pull pull the group best year in their opinion. But what is the best year they think? And sure, yeah, it's 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 tough. Again, you know, depends what your criteria is and stuff like that. Like, there's some insane. Like you, you know, I, I've done some of the research on some of the other years I mentioned already, and like some big. There's some big years. <laughs> I mean, like I said, like I want to do a show just seventy four to seventy eight. I want to do that, okay? Because because those four years, five years, sorry, like my lord, uh, like the seventies. Like I remember, I asked, I was talking to a movie critic. This is going back a few years. He used to write for uh, Ain't It Cool News. He's one of the guys that left early before it went before it went down. And uh, and I asked him. I said, I said, this is probably. I said, I feel like this is a rhetorical question, but like, if you could be a movie critic in any decade, what would it be? He goes, oh, seventies. He goes, every every movie critic says the seventies. Um, okay. There's there are lots of reasons for that. I mean, it was the Maverick decade. It was, of course, 
anything we love was was the birth of all like everything right like um obviously but does it also support the theory that george lucas killed cinema and and infantilized the audience no 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 because i mean you look at you know you get into the 80s and then you've got lots of good years as well so um it's hard to argue when you look at like some of the box office from the following years which were just as were huge too right so i i think i think what 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 you see is uh, uh, the money spreads out a little more. I think right. the, I think the pool is a lot deeper, but I mean, right. just real, like real quick, like, I mean, 19, so like a year, a lot of people won't think, think of necessarily, but 1976, Rocky, Taxi Driver, Network, All the President's Men, The Omen, Logan's Run, like, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But nothing that, this is what I talked about earlier about genre films are that seem to last you know, the test of time more than, than other films, right? There's not too many people that say I got into filmmaking because of Rocky, <laughs> you know, but then you look at 1978 and you've got, then now you've got Superman, right? Yeah. Um. So in 77, of course, Star Wars. And then, I mean, like it just, it's, it's going to be different. It depends how old you are. It, it, but I think, for, I mean, 1982 is insane. I think 1982 is the best genre. Well, we'll, I don't want to spoil, ruin the future episode, but 82, I'll just say it now to me is the best genre year in film. And okay. if, I, if anyone doesn't believe me, you can just uh, look it up. But um, I think you'll agree when you see the list of films that came out that year. Um, well, Jared, thanks so much for uh, coming on. And Okay. We're done already. Wow. That flew by. Thank you. It was very fun uh, talking about what i think might be my favorite year in film but uh but we'll wait and see what the audience thinks after we do more of these yeah um there's a lot of years like i said i mean there's going to be a lot more of these episodes but um i think you know this is gonna be one of those it's like how you experienced film during that year so i mean it's going to be interesting to see like you know because there's some good years and like like 94 is great 99 is great um is there some interesting years that we'll you know yeah. have to dig into sure. a little more recent and then we'll see what how people feel about that but well i hope to be invited back for that thank you we'll see jer <laughs> anyways yeah. yep thanks jer as always everyone find us uh spotify and um apple um also like Sinet- subscribe comment like please. subscribe comment cinelinks.com find the facebook group if you're not if you haven't been invited just find us and we'll we'll get you on the list and um Look forward to the next one is going to be the back to school. The next please rewind is going to be the back to school special. So um, last time I checked the poll, it looked like um, uh, Billy Madison and fast times at Ridgemont high were the, were the two winners so far. We'll see. I'll I'll keep the poll up for a couple more days, but um, you know, two pretty big ones, obviously. I like where it's going. Yeah. Um, So we'll see how that turns out. And after that, we're getting into uh, yeah, September and then uh, October, which obviously will be, uh, and Christie Christy already said something online about it. it's time to start talking horror films. So we'll get into that. Sure. Sure. All right, Jer. Thank you very much, sir. And we'll talk to everybody real soon.